Okay, we've got Fiona Harper, and uh, people go to Bali for all sorts of reasons. Uh, a lot of them just lie around the pool, and some go to surf, and some go to drink because it's allegedly <laughs> cheaper. Um, whatever you think is great, but Fiona went to sweat on a mountain bike <laughs> up, up, up and down the hills and dales of, of uh, Bali, which is actually a pretty mountainous uh, place once you leave the beach. Uh, so Fiona, tell us what what drove you to <laughs> want to roar around Bali on a mountain bike. Um, hi Graham. Hi. Um, I wanted to see Bali from a different perspective. Um, okay. You know, as you quite correctly say, a lot of people go to Bali to flop and drop, um, and I was looking for something a little more active. Um, yeah. And being a, a cyclist and a mountain bike. Biker, when I saw that uh, Spice Roads have a, a one-week-long tour um, to see Bali's back roads, basically um, by bicycle, so yeah, I jumped at the opportunity. So, is it is it uh, in and around the sort of heart of Bali, you know, Kuta and those places, or are you <coughs> no. in the wilds? No, uh, we avoided Kuta absolutely. So, um, good call. Yeah, it was all about getting, you know, behind uh, behind the crazy traffic, really. Um, so we started, that. so the team picked us up in Sanua uh, with a, a bus, with our bikes, and there was uh, there was four cyclists, um, and we had a guide and a driver. So they picked us up in Sanua, and we drove up to Kentamani, which is uh, where the volcanic area starts. Um, and from there, so we didn't have to ride up the mountain, we basically drove to the top of the mountain and, and gradually made our way um, down the flanks of um, Mount Agung, Mount oh, Agung, that's the one that blow, blows up occasionally. Uh, it did uh, have a little of activity, yeah, not so long ago. Um, mm. So there's three volcanoes up in that northeast corner, so that's the area that we were, were riding around. Now, on a point of order, are you on, <laughs> are you on your own bike or did you borrow the bike? Uh, you could take your own bike if you wanted to, but in this case, um, I used one of Spice Roads bikes, um, right. and the other three people that were riding um, all used um, Spice Roads bikes. Okay. Uh, they did bring their own pedals, so that's an option. You know, cyclists tend to um, have a, a thing about pedals and, oh, and really? shoes. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so. know that was a thing. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. There's did a few you things take with... your pedals? No, I didn't because I'm trying to travel light. Yeah, that's um, what I would have thought. Your backpack, <laughs> you know, might yeah. be bulging. Yeah, so, you know, if you want to take your own pedals and shoes, you can, but otherwise they'll provide everything. Right. Okay, so you had gumboots and the old rubber pedal, did you? <laughs> well, I was just wearing my regular running shoes um, and I, I can probably blame that for uh, falling off on day one, embarrassingly. Oh. Um, oh. It was a little bit tricky. Well, I hadn't ridden for a while, um, and the first part was uh, what's called single track. So it's um, as you know, as it sounds, a tight little track of single um, file sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, very narrow, um, up on a ridge, um, and quite a lot of up and down hill. So yeah, I lost uh, control on day one. Ended up with quite a lot of gravel rash down one side. So that mm. was not a great great way to start but um no. i blame my shoes my my poor foot uh, footwear Choice. choices okay right <laughs> and so it looked like a tour de france uh, collision did it <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah probably more gravel than you said on the tour de france did the um, guy roar up in the car and offer to assist <laughs> you out the window with the betadine and 
Uh, sadly, no, because we were a little bit um, off the beaten track at that point. It was basically get back on the bike and um, and keep riding until um, our support. No, well, our support vehicle was waiting. You know, kind of another hour or so away oh, down. Okay bottom of the mountain so um and he had lunch and refreshments and and cold ice thankfully so and i could at least wash wash all the gravel out of my skin but mm, yeah and yeah. the band-aid and the betadine so so is it better now oh yeah yeah oh. no it was it was just superficial thank mm. god for thank god for that so how many days was this trek uh so it was a seven day trip um and day one and day seven were you know, logistically getting to and from the, the riding area. So right. five days of riding. Um, and the idea was that we would ride up to about 70 kilometres per day. Um, it was the first time that they had held that to it uh, since COVID. So our guide was a bit unsure, you know, what tracks were going to be open and, you know, what sort of conditions any roads were going to be in. So the idea was to ride 70 kilometres a day. Sometimes we rode less, uh, sometimes we rode more although mm. on one particular day it was um quite a a hard day riding um i called for help <laughs> they call it the sag wagon um for cyclists who when you um if you're falling behind uh, they call it a sag wagon so they'll come and pick you up and throw your bike in the bus and is that, um, is that sort of the walk of shame <laughs> it's very much the, the, the ride of shame. Of shame. Mm. Yeah, um, in this case, um, we the, our support vehicle was too far away. It was taking one of the other riders who had some barley belly, was taking him to the hotel. So our guide, Eddie, flagged down a, a local in a truck, basically, and said, can you um, put Fiona's bike in the back and take her up the next couple of hills and <laughs> we'll see you in half an hour. Oh, um, okay. Well, that was nice. <laughs> uh, it was quite, yeah, it was lovely. Um, so I could at least avoid riding some of those massive hills by that point. Yeah. I was fairly exhausted. But um, Well, I'm already feeling, I, I'm not sure about my Susan, my pedals. I'm a bit concerned about my backside in the saddle <laughs> at this point. But should I have taken the Dunlop fluffy pillow <laughs> uh, to put under my nether regions or um, how did you get on yeah the thing about cycling and the um the saddle soreness they call it is you get off and have a walk around and you know have a something to eat something to drink and and you're usually fine after half an hour so okay. you, know, you do get to the point where you think oh my goodness i don't want to ride anymore but yeah if you take blisters a break on my um, blisters <laughs> yeah, um, they rate this one. So Spice Roads have um, a rating system for you know newbies through to um, Tour de France wannabes, um, and this one was rated sport, which is kind of you know at the lower range of of exertion. So okay. you know anyone of moderate fitness would be okay to do it. Do they have a tricycle division? <laughs> a which? A tricycle, you know, three wheeler. <laughs> Uh, or, or, or training wheels. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. A lot of people who I've told about this trip asked, "Was it an e-bike?" You know, they would like to do it as a as an e-bike version, where you you get the experience yeah, of yeah. seeing the back roads, but without all the exertion. So, um, I know they do have some trips where they have e-bikes. You know, which makes it obviously easier for you know for just about everyone to be able to you know see but the world. But they are by very bike. heavy, so you've got an issue of still yeah, trying to control right. the bike like in tight corners and all that you know yeah and it, it depends if you're doing on-road or off-road you know yeah. a lot of off-road still requires you know a fair bit of skill to, yeah. to keep the rubber side down so to speak yeah. um 
but yeah, doing an e-bike tour by road, and certainly you know Bali's um, has a lot of laneways, and once you get out of the the city, you've got you know all those beautiful villages. Um, so it would be perfect for doing um, you know e-bikes in Bali if you were staying mm. on the on the laneways. And accommodation, what happened there? Yeah, so they have a really good system where um, so you're in a new hotel uh, each night, and so the support vehicle carries your luggage. And so each day, all we had to do was ride. We'd carry a backpack just with, you know, what we needed for the day, sunscreen and water and um, bananas. Yeah. And then the, the support vehicle would take our gear to the hotel and, you know, he would meet us along the way with, you know, lunch stops or, you know, drinks. Um, so, yeah, we didn't have to worry about any of the logistics of carrying anything more than we needed for the day, oh. which made it really easy. Yeah, that's critical, I think. You, you know, if you're worried about where you're going to get your next meal... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're probably not enjoying the ride. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, it's tough enough, you know, riding in the in the humidity and the heat without having to carry any excess gear. So, right. did you work out how many uh, kilometres you did? Um, I didn't actually look in the end. Um, it probably wasn't as many as what I would have anticipated. Right. Um, mostly because some days, you know, I decided to. Uh, to photograph the riders rather than ride, it was a bit hard to uh, <laughs> to do yeah, both. So some days, yeah, I would either ride in the morning or the afternoon, and um, and then kind Shoot. of set myself up, yeah, so mm. I could photograph them um, or photograph the Bali landscape. So mm. it was a few hundred kilometres over five days. So if people are interested in uh, doing a bike trip, whether I mean, are they all mountain bike trips or? Uh, the the one in Bali is only mountain bike, but um, they have uh, tours a lot through Southeast Asia, um, okay. and often they are road. Yeah, I was talking there with our Queensland correspondent Fiona Harper, except she was in Bali, riding around on a mountain bike.